know that when you have a purpose and a calling on your life, there's nothing that nobody, nobody, and nothing can happen. I am Angela C. Wright. Over the top, the gotcha, gotcha. Oh, your numbers has shrunk. He said, I don't know how, why. You're going to have to have mounds of security for me because you're not going to get me. If I wasn't depressed and going through what I was going through, I probably would have never started. Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of Break Free. I have someone today that is near and dear to my heart, and um, I'm excited, and I pray that you are changed as a result of what she says today. Help me to welcome Keisha. Hey guys, thank you for having me, friend. No. It only takes you to get me to do this. No, I thank you for coming. Keisha, you look good today. Skin is glowing. Thank you. Thank, thank God. you. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's a challenge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure, like, it's been, your life has changed, you know, you were diagnosed, tell us when, when, when you were diagnosed, and how you found out, like, what that whole, what that whole day was like. Actually, I found it myself, I found it not myself, I found it in August of 21, mm -hmm. I didn't say anything to my doctor, because it didn't hurt, so uh, when I went to my doctor for my annual in December of 21, I told my doctor, and he said, hey, that's not normal. Let's go get a mammogram and a biopsy. I went to the um, north side like three days after that. I did the mammogram and the biopsy. To be honest, they called me back. I didn't go. Really? I, did, I didn't go. I wasn't ready to hear anything, to say anything. Yeah. So finally, my doctor, which been my doctor since I've been in Georgia for 20 years, mm -hmm. He sent me a certified letter saying that he was releasing me because he didn't want to be responsible because he's trying to let me know that it's something I need to take care of. So I knew for him to get that in depth, it was serious. He sent a certified letter? Yeah. Yeah. To let me know he's releasing it because he's been trying to get me to go back to talk to them. And he don't even work with them. It was just he was concerned that he About knew it you. was something. Yeah. Yeah. So when I knew he got involved, I went on and put my big girl pants on, mm -hmm. and I went to Northside, and I let them tell me, and, you know, it was still like a pandemic. So at that time, nobody could go with you. Nobody. You had to be alone. Yeah, so I'm going in there, listening. She was like, yeah, we found a knot. They take you so fast. She was like, yeah, the knot, it's benign, it's cancer. And, I mean, they say it so, like, blatantly because they tell people this every day. Yeah. So when you don't know and you're like, oh, you just said this cancer. Like, like it's no like, big deal. Yeah. Oh, it's cancer, but can we get to the station? She said, well, I don't know that part. You know, they're just the mammogram, the specialist over there. And so she was like, we're with your doctor. So I called my doctor. He had already built a team. Mm -hmm. that's, the, that's the part that it was so fast. He had already had a surgeon plan. He had already had an uh, oncologist that he was going to send me to. So I'm like, Doc, how did you plan all this? He said, I already knew if you wasn't going to have to do it, it we, we was going to be a long time to get through this. This is a process. We got oh, to get wow. started. Yeah. So with just in that little bit of time frame, I probably went from stage one. I was at stage three cancer by that time. From, from the time that you found the knot or from the time that from you From the went? time I found the knot and the time I went back to them, which by the time I found the knot, like my doctor said, had I paid attention and said something, we probably wouldn't have went that far with all the treatments. 
But did you me, feel any change in your body? I felt nothing. I ain't, the knot didn't bother me. The knot didn't hurt. I was still eating, still doing everything. Like I wasn't tired. I was. I think cancer. Them telling me made me worse than it was, but then my body feeling anything. Mm -hmm. So, I was like, okay, let's go ahead. I had to ride home crying by myself. Didn't know who I was gonna tell first. Yeah. Because I had to get the girls together. Mm -hmm. I wasn't gonna tell them over the phone. Yeah, your daughters that yeah. share with them. You have, you know, daughters. Yeah. Yeah, I have three girls. Thank God that they were there. <laughs> yeah. Thirty-three, thirty-one, and twenty-seven. Three beautiful girls. Mm -hmm. But I had to get them together. I had to call my friend first that moved here from Memphis. I said, God, I already had her in place because she moved with me the year before mm -hmm. until she got herself together and got her place. So I called her. I was like, friend, I'm going to need you to come over. We're going to have to talk about something. So she gets there. She was like, what? I was like, yeah, we, I got cancer. I said it like how the people said it because at that time I'm numb. You're like, numb, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I got cancer. But nobody knew. We knew no stage. We knew no nothing because they don't know anything until you get to the oncologist and he do all his exams and run all the blood work to see where we at. And she was like, okay, well, let's just call the girls and let's get them over here. But um, actually, I called Ashley, the oldest. Mm -hmm. So Ashley set up a dinner date. I don't know how to, that came up. I'm like, dinner? And talk about cancer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she set up a dinner date, so we all goes. I tell the girls, honestly, I think um, they were all, they were strong. Yeah. For the most part. And, you know, hey, we had to, I had to get with your big God. Yeah. Because I wasn't feeling that. And yeah. he knows me and him had some times and some days. Yeah. I'm like, me? Somebody that's healthy? <laughs> and cancer doesn't run in their family, so it's not hereditary. Mm -hmm. It's like. Where did I get this from? I started thinking all kinds of crazy stuff. Did I do anything? Is the karma coming back? Like what? You know, you just go through that that yeah, mental state that mental of you don't know. Like God, why me? What? Why am I experiencing this? And out of all, I can say now, God, why not me? Because I've did some things that God could have punished me for a long time ago. Yeah. If He was punishing me. Yeah. So what I got out of it is, you got a testimony, and I need you to share it. You lived your life how you was going to live your life long enough. Yeah, because, like, make no mistake about it. You lived your life, like, <laughs> you partied, did what you want. You had businesses at a young age. I think, like, in the 90s, you was, yeah. like, the first girl with, uh, like, one of the first girls. I remember Wendy had a boutique, too, yeah, up on Linus Road. Okay. And you had, yeah, you had your, your, your uh, brick and mortar yep. boutique, you know, with the clothes and everything. And, um... You just always been able. Then the mortgage. You helped me get my first house. Yeah. You know. I had to do every. Look, I was in every kind of way. I'm like, <laughs> I guess why not me now? Yeah, yeah. And you came from Memphis to Atlanta. Yeah, straight from Freaknik 2000. <laughs> <laughs> look, straight from Freaknik 2000. I came to Atlanta straight running. I didn't know what I was going to do. I'm like, I'm from Memphis, girl. I was hot there. Yeah. I don't know. It's a big city. Yeah. But, baby, hey, you came here and made your mark, too. I did, <laughs> I, as I should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I remember when you didn't even tell me. You didn't tell me. No. You let D tell me. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, it just was that feeling of, huh? You know, because you, you for one, we feel like we so young. Yeah, and I feel like young. At my age back then, you didn't see our age having cancer. Mm -mm. Like, it was old people. When they say diseases like that, it's old people. That's yeah. how I felt. And I'm like, so 
Yeah, it's not just old people. It's it's, it's young it, bad it chicks get, too. It, I've seen kids and they're as young as seven and eight getting chemo. Mm -hmm. Like so, it, it doesn't care who it attacks. We all have a cancer cell. We just got to pray that it don't come out. Yeah. You you got some cells. So you learned a lot on this journey about cancer in itself. I had to research mm -hmm. because if I didn't research, I was going to just trust everything science said. Some things hurting me. So I had to be able to tell them at the, like, uh, once we found out the oncologist, I had to go straight two weeks after getting with the team. They like, oh, we got to put your port in. You got to start chemo now. I mean, soon. And so by that time, I didn't even still didn't know what stage because you still waiting on blood work. They just ready to put the port. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I have to and go. And the port is for? The port is for your infusion. It's still here. I haven't, the port's still here for right now. It's going to be gone in December. Yes, praise God. Yes, <laughs> but the port, so they put the port because that's what infusion. You're too weak for them to take, uh, put chemo and stuff in your arms at that time. Mm -hmm. So um, I started, uh, went to the, when I got the port, that's when I came back to my doctor and he said, well, this is the treatment plan. We're at stage three cancer. I heard stage three. Like, you know, and how many stages are there? Normally it's four. Four is you, you, three to four, you really need some powerful treatment to get you back mm -hmm. together. Yeah. Four can be a little bit worse. Mm -hmm. I mean, but three is still not good. Yeah. Like you're pushing. Yeah. You're, you're, you're pushing this like, but I pushed. Mm -hmm. But it was a process. Doing the process, I had to do six rounds. The treatment plan, as he was saying, he gave me six rounds of chemo, 35 rounds of radiation with reconstructive surgery. That's what we started with at the treatment plan that they tell you this is what we're looking forward to before we can say any other cancer is gone. And do you get the chemo and the radiation on the same day, or is that separate days? No, chemo is first. You do chemo first. Mm -hmm. So I'm explaining the chemo so we can get to this bill. So <laughs> I had six rounds of chemo. Mm -hmm. And that was once a week? It, it was every, you go every three weeks. Okay. So on my first round of chemo, my family came from Memphis, thank y'all. They came every, every session I had. My family and all y'all, you know, all y'all was there. But my first round, girl, I left there and went to uh, the Red Hook or whatever, the seafood place, because my grandma wanted seafood. I thought, oh, I could do this. This all is I'm going to feel like, girl. Yeah. Oh, I got this. Yeah. We got to that second round of chemo. Your sister got her a book out, some dictionaries, and started Googling, because that second round of chemo, mm -hmm. it broke me down. Like, my hair came out on the second round. My nails started peeling. My hands started peeling like an alien. I couldn't eat. I couldn't do nothing. I said, oh, so it's real now. This, this is real. Like That's when it sunk in. Yeah, this yeah. is real. Like, Because at first it was like I was just flowing through it, so I wasn't taking it as serious as it was, because mm -hmm. I'm just flowing through. Nothing is bothering me. Like, y'all saying it's chemo. Okay, chemo was fine. Yeah. So that second round, I was like, yeah, no, we're not going to be able to do that. And I did it. So I got with my doctor, and I was like, hey, I'm going to research what these medicines are, and then we're going to have to come to a mutual agreement. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be able to continue this treatment if we can't bring something down is too much for me. Yeah. I know the statistics. I know what they tell y'all to give us, mm -hmm. but we got to deviate. From the chemo. Yeah, we got to deviate mm -hmm. from some of the medicines because chemo is combined of like different medicines. That's why it's called chemotherapy. Mm -hmm. So one of my medicines was Progetta. It's so strong to have you where everything in your body is on fire. It feels like wow. you're just inflamed. And I mean, you flamed up for like six or seven days. 
I couldn't do, that was my second round. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, we got to come to Jesus with this. This not gonna work. And he was like, Keish, but the stage three, we got to look at where we're fighting against. Yeah, it, it, they felt like it was huge and they had to fight something that was, they had to use something strong so to powerful. try to, yeah. I took it, mm -hmm. I took it, I, I, I took it. This, went back the third round though. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna even, I didn't even, I didn't sign for it. My grandmother was right there. I was like, Granny, I know you want me to fight, girl. Mm -hmm. This too much. It's so that third, that's when you felt like giving up. Yeah, that third round. And I got through it. But that fourth round, I woke up. I got in my closet on my knees before I went there. Mm -hmm. And I told God, this is it. I'm not doing it again. Yeah. So at that time, I put on some clothes. Because normally I go to chemo looking like, hey, girl, it's just chemo. Yeah. I put on some clothes. I put on a whole lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, this is it. This is it. So whatever this bell is, I'm ringing it today because I'm done. This yeah. is it. You had made up in your mind. I already, it was, whether they said done, I said done. Yeah. And I told God I was done. So he knows well how much more I could bear. He knew I couldn't take another day of that pain. Mm -hmm. So I get there. My oncologist, I came here. I already had an attitude. He already know that because he knows every day I ain't coming in there with no smile for this. Yeah. So he said, oh, I got some good news for you. When I, Because you do blood work every time you go. Mm -hmm. So your blood work tells where your numbers are, how the cancer is shrinking. He said, I got good news today. I said, oh, I hope it's good as what I got for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we both got news. <laughs> I was cocked and ready, yeah. too. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, go ahead with yours first. And he was like. Today is your last day of chemo. He said, your numbers have shrunk. He said, I don't know how, why. I mm. said, he knew. I had some news for you. This was it. Yeah. I couldn't take no more of this. He said, well, it's definitely it for us to chemo right now. Mm -hmm. So we did that round. Let's get to this bell. We did the last round of chemo. So you go ring the bell. <sighs> this bell is a joke. Because after the bell... You thinking you're done. Well, people thinking you're done. Yeah, because we me, all thought you was done when you rung the me, bell. Yeah, and yeah. me as the patient, I know I'm not done because you already gave me a treatment plan telling me I got to have reconstructive surgery, mm -hmm. which was the next process. So ringing the bell was my confusion because everybody said, you're done, oh, girl, you beat cancer. Girl, I'm still fighting, real fight. So I get to go do the reconstructive surgery. Doing the reconstructive surgery, to be honest, I really signed my life away. Because they didn't want to do everything that I wanted. I wanted everything done in that day. I had to sign something, get a notary to come in there to witness that I wanted to be asleep for 10 hours. The surgery took 10 hours? 10 hours. I had 26 lymph nodes removed. I had the cysts removed. And they had to reconstruct because the cyst was so, the area was so wide. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want no implants because that's why I came over Blessed Beyond Breast. We'll get to that later. Mm -hmm. But I'm like... If I could deal with it, whoever I date or go with in the future, I'm not been. If you're telling me I have aggressive cancer now, why would I start putting implants or things that makes no sense to satisfy another person's feeling? Now, that is big. <laughs> now, that, that is big. That takes, like, confidence. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times we do, as women, worry about our body, and it don't even really be so much for us. But if we really knew, though, men, men that's on the surface, of course. 
you know, when they're younger, like, that's what they think, you know, yeah. but, you know, boobs, whatever, whatever. But somebody that genuinely loves, they don't care about the stretch marks. They, exactly. don't, they don't care about the, you know, the scars or anything like that. So that was really big, Keisha, to even be like, you know what, they're going to have to accept me as I am. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not, I don't want anything but my own tissue whatever you can't fix however you can't fix it i'm fine with that mm -hmm. just do everything within this one day though i'm not coming back for this and i'm not going to be able to go home and look at myself cut all open and bruised and taped until you're done mm -hmm. because normally it's a two service two uh sessions mm -hmm. so i signed my life away for that 10 and you hours. stay sleep 10 hours 10 hours i didn't care if it was 13 just do it that day and it turned out perfect i yeah. was fine i didn't have to stay in the hospital for one day after mm -hmm. the surgery. Then you heal from that, and then you go to radiation. And what is radiation like? Radiation, you go, I had 35 rounds. So that means every day at 10:15, I have to be at the cab medical, letting them put radiate in that area. So radiation burns, it bruises, and it hurts. That's it's almost like chemo to me because it burns so bad. It burns your skin. So is it like a machine that just goes over that part? Go, no, they put it. They have to go to monitor your heart because radiation can, that's the first thing it kills is your heart. Mm -hmm. So they have to be careful. So they they put these dots and put some things over you and then they just put like a, it's like a, like a maybe like a light, just an infrared light or something. Mm -hmm. It's just radiating through your body. It's, it's just... And you woke for together. this, or do they put you to sleep? Oh, you woke. Mm -hmm. You woke for it, yeah. But not just imagine, because I had 26 lip nodes, so mine's was, I'm, I'm burning under here, I'm burning over here. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just there. Did it ever get, like, throughout the 35, did it ever feel like it, it, it got easier with the radiation, or did it burn the same equally every time? Well, it got easier for me because, again, I'm a Google. You know, I've been in the medical field for a long time, so I'm going to research me some stuff. Yeah. Everything they told me not to do, I think I probably went against it, but yeah. I kept it from burning. Because I remember D one day, yep, everybody, her favorite is this fish. She loves that yeah. uh, red snapper uh, fish, and then it has to be spicy, like Jamaican-like. <laughs> and I remember one day um, D posted, like, oh, I got to make this for Keisha. I called her. I was like, why are you making that fish for her and you know she don't supposed to eat spicy stuff? Well, she was like, because she wants it. Yeah. I was like, she was like, we have to. I said, no, she don't <laughs> supposed to have it. But Shay, this is what I told everybody. In order for me to fight, I had to do and eat whatever that works to go in my system. Because mm -hmm. you know I had got so skinny. Mm -hmm. I ain't never been so thick, but I got so skinny until I was looking like cancer. You was not never, there was never ever a time, and I'm not saying this because this is my friend. Your skin has always, like today, you bare face, no makeup. Your skin has always stayed flawless. Like the, the hair part, only know because you showed me. Yeah. You've already always wore your wigs, you get what I'm saying? And your weight, you lost weight, Keisha, but you have never looked like you had cancer. Ever. Thank you. Yeah, you I never. Felt you like I look like. No, hell. and remember, I was like, dog, I want to be small. I, I want to lose so weight. Every time I said, look at Shay, want me to feel so good to my. Oh, I want to be your size. I said, no, you don't, girl. <laughs> I do. I do. I do want to lose weight. <laughs> I'm like, no, you don't. But uh, so after that, I thought I was done, honestly, mm -hmm. because after radiation, that was my treatment plan. Yeah, the 35. Yeah, so I was done. I was done with the chemo. I was did the surgery. I did everything you all told me. Mm -hmm. I go back to my oncologist when I'm done with radiation. He said, you ready to sit down? I know we're going to fight, but let's let's fight after you sit down first. 
I said, no, nah, I'm not going to sit down. Just tell me why I'm standing up. Let me, let's go ahead and go with the, yeah. let's get to it. Yeah. He said, we're going to have to go back in a, uh, a chemotherapy treatment. I said, the devil is a lie. He said, no, no, no. It's not like the first one. Mm -hmm. He said, but the cancer, he said, as we discussed at first, because it's stage three, then it's a hormonal base. So, you know, I'm getting older. Mm -hmm. So my hormones are going to change. Yeah. So we had to go into something to try to put me into premenopause. So that was back to the chemotherapy, which I just started back in August. And I'll be done, thank God, December the 12th. Yay! <laughs> but the cells, though, they're not seeing. They, they, the cells have all shrunk. Mm -hmm. Everything is shrunk. My premenopause has started. So when people see me, y'all think I'm crazy. And I'll get a little snappy. I've been that way. It's just a little snappier. <laughs> don't, don't take it personal. It's the hormones that are kicked out of balance. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's. And what could you say, what would you say was like the lowest point throughout this, throughout this? The lowest point for me was the first part, the chemo, mm -hmm. the, the original chemo, not the preventative chemo. Mm -hmm. Chemo, that's pretty much where people either make it or, or you don't. That's, that's it's sad to say, and that's where they come up with the scenario of the bill, because if you could beat chemo, they know you could beat the rest, is what their logic was, because I want to know somebody to tell me. Oh, that's the significance of the bell. That's what they, yeah. Mm -hmm. So basically, if you don't ring the bell, that means you ain't make it, mm -hmm. because you, you ain't make chemo. And chemo determines where you're going to do. Like, I got friends with herbal stores and you know they was I mean, I'm like girl at this point I got the trust signs they said stage three not stage one where yeah. we can play games right now yeah like I mean God put these people in positions and gave them educations for what they need and I'm gonna go ahead and trust them today yeah so I I still went with herbal mix with what I did mm -hmm. like you know but I just I just feel like you know mental is everything with cancer mm -hmm. so for anybody if you got anybody that's fighting cancer it's their mental. If you, if your mental don't stay strong and you don't stay positive and keep positive people around you, you're gonna break. Cause the pain is so severe that's coming out that chemo. So if nobody ain't telling you every day, girl, you got this. You come on, let's go do. You know, even when you don't feel like or they don't feel like, it just take. People don't even know your phone call sometimes can just change how my whole mental was going for that moment. Cause I could have been wondering in la la land like, oh. I'm not doing this no more. I don't care, God. Because mm -hmm. I told him plenty of times, I'm done. I lived a good life. I don't want no more of this chemo. Yeah. That, that was my, I, I was okay to give up. I remember my grandmother, she did it at first. And then, like, it was a great, you know, they needed to do it again. And she told us, that's yeah. it. I'm, you know, she oh. says, I've lived my life. And I'm going home to be with my maker. And I'm okay with it. And and she did. And we couldn't make her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, I already told them, this is a one and done. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be one of these people. I, God bless their souls that they, you know, two times survivor, three times survivor. Me and my big guy had a, a, a real serious talk. Yeah. I'm a one-time survivor, and I'm going to help other people survive. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this is it. And, I, and what would you tell, like, people who's going through it, like, what, what would you say their support system? What is the most important thing for their support system to do? Prayer. 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 I mean, prayer and just... Encouraging words. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just need to hear it. It's okay. Yeah. And it's okay not to be okay. Yeah. Give them the privilege to know it's today you don't have to be okay. If you say you're tired, take let them take that time and say they're tired. Not, girl, you can't be tired. You know, D, 
girl, no, we got things to do. Sis, <laughs> we got things to do, but we ain't going to do it no time soon. I know. I remember we were supposed to go to Chops to eat. Yeah. And um, the first time it burnt, it caught on fire. That night we were supposed to go, thank God he saved us. <laughs> he did. He caught on fire. <laughs> and I've been wanting Chops forever. I'm like. And then when we was going to go again, it was all planned. And you called and you was like, I just can't do it. Yeah, Because, like, I'm, I'm too tired. Like, my body, I just can't do it, you know? And through that. I learned how to say no. I used to didn't know how to say no. Like, even if I was tired, I'll just go. You know, if y'all say we finna go out tonight, I'm gonna pop up and go out. Yeah. I learned my body. Well, my body told me my body. Mm -hmm. When you're tired, it's okay to be tired. Yeah. Sometimes you just got the rest, babe. But you know, Keisha, I, will, I feel like your faith, um, you have a strong faith because this isn't the first battle that you had to fight mentally. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, like I remember when, when you do, yeah. yeah. When he passed, that was a lot. That's why I thought, I'm like, God, I thought I wasn't going to go through nothing else. I went through everything, depression, sadness. And I, we were younger when that, that happened. Yes. I can't remember exactly how, how what year it was, but I just remember younger. like. Yeah, we were, we it's were younger. It's been 10 years now. So, yeah. A little, I was, yeah. It's been 15 years? It's been 12 years. So 12 years? Yeah. yeah. We, were, we were way younger, and I just remember, too, that being like hard. I had to pin from, I mean, I, I, I was comfortable. Mm -hmm. I was real comfortable. <laughs> like, yeah, he took real good care of you. <laughs> yeah, I was comfortable, if anybody. But, I mean, I've always been a go-getter, so I had to figure out, like, hey, what you're going to do. But, again, anything that you go through, you're not fighting your mental at that time. You're fighting what you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. So, now, I ain't got to the rough part for me because my mental is my roughest part because, I'm so strong-minded, and I want everything to go like this. And God not really showed me goes like this and this and here. So I fought cancer. I done beat cancer. Now I got to fight my own self, my mental. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm praying for God to get me through. Like, because you ain't have time to sit down and be sad. Really, you have to fight. So when you sad, you sad for a minute. Like, you ain't like, oh, girl, I got cancer. I can't do this. No, you got, I got cancer. What day, what's the next appointment? You got appointments every other day. You know that. Y'all tell me, where are you going? Appointment? Mm-hmm. I'm like. What, was, what did it take for you to get out the bed some morning, Keisha, to put your feet on the ground? My kids to think about, like, girl, you know these girls going to be popping up over here. Girl, I used to have to lie like I was gone somewhere just to keep them from popping up in my house because I ain't want to come out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I remember we had a good time. Remember we went to the mountains yeah. before surgery, before yeah, the first surgery. before the surgery. Yeah, yeah and the did. girls was there, and, you know, that was just like real family. I felt like that was a time that, like, okay, it could give you a push. It did. To go, you know, to it go, gave me a yeah. a great push for the second half because mm -hmm. I had just finished that half, remember? Yeah. So that was my second leg of it so. and then we did something at the house yeah right after that yeah we did something at the at the house y'all kept me busy when i uh, y'all did I, I i'm grateful for you guys yeah. like all my friends and my family i'm very grateful oh girl because the memphis crew came down and, oh, they and, did yeah they, my friends girl they were they sometimes you don't even know the people that you need you need them like you just don't know like just imagine, I haven't worked in two years since cancer. Since mm. I found out, I, I couldn't work no more. My lymph nodes is gone. I'm left-handed. Yeah. Everything I do is left, and everything I got is on my left side. Yeah. I'm like, so God, you put my cancer on my left side. You know I'm left-handed inflicted. What I'm going to do? Yeah. And he said, you're going to do what I have for you to do. And guess what? You ain't lost the house. You ain't lost the car. Still got a Maserati. God still made a way. And I still travel. I'm mad now. Please release me, Lord, so I could travel after the 12th. So tell me about Bless Beyond Breast. 
So Bless Beyond Breast is a foundation that God placed on my heart in the midst of chemo. I used to go to chemo and see like so many people trying to find ride homes, trying to find a ride to chemo. And I'm like, you got to fight and can't get a ride, no support system. So I want to be able to like donate rides. I want to educate people. Uh, young people to let them know because the statistics say go get a mammogram at 40, but they dying at 20. So where do we break the line of we got to still figure out things ourselves? We yeah. can't always go with what they coming up with mm -hmm. because if you're dying at 20, why wait to 40 to go get your breast checked? Right. So I want to offer mammograms through different um, other foundations to help them so we can spread it. And I also want to do co-pays, pay co-pays. Like I don't feel that you should have to fight and worry about money. Because they say, like, the medicine is yeah, really it's high. Yeah, very expensive, even with good insurance. Even me having the best insurance you can have, mm -hmm. you, your copay is still high. So, And if you don't have it, they won't see? Do Will they still give you the treatment or no? No. Wow. And some people sit there, they trying to get there. Every day you come to chemo, every three weeks you go to chemo, you got to get that approved through your insurance. So you're fighting, wait on your insurance sometime because they ain't responded back that you can have your treatment that you're there for. Or either they need to add something, you got to get that approved before you get it. You're already sitting there for five hours getting the poison in you, and you got to figure out how to get home after that too. It takes five hours when you go to get chemo? It's based on how long your chemo is. So my first rounds were five hours, so these rounds are like three and a half because they're not as intense as those. Mm -hmm. But still three and a half hours sitting and there just getting something. Just sit in a recliner chair. You can lay it back if you want to. I put my earbuds in, so I won't. Because everybody got a different type of sickness that they're dealing with in there, and everybody mental is not as strong. Yeah. So I just don't want to associate. I don't want to disassociate myself because we all had cancer, but I still know I needed to keep my sanity. Yeah. So I couldn't hear everything that they were going through every day, but my heart was still feeling them like. You would think Northside, as much money as chemo costs, that they would buy some snacks. They buy snacks, but when they run out for the people that don't bring their own stuff. Of course, I buy my own blanket everything. I, I don't need nothing from you guys but your chemo. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I had to start ordering snacks in there. I'm like, you got these people coming in here for chemo, and they don't even have a snack, and y'all have nothing to offer them but some ice water, crushed ice. Really? Yeah, it's about, well, the manager don't order this time. I'm like, girl, I used to tell a girl. What are these people some snacks? Mm -hmm. But yeah, I took amongst myself. So I just feel like even if I didn't get the big donors right now with what I do have, I can make a way for somebody. Yeah, and that's so, that's important. If, if you're not doing but helping a handful. Yeah, I, I, I can't say the world at the beginning. So, uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do my part, and my part is my heart. And I just wanted to tell myself that I'm blessed beyond breast. That's why that was my reason for saying that I'm not fixing my breasts like that. I'm blessed beyond that. So that was a good name, Keish. Yeah. That's that's and it's a dope meaning behind <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, because yeah. hey, this is it, babe. This is what you're gonna get. So, yeah. And and um in and with blessed beyond breasts, like what else? Is there anything else you have going on, or are you just focusing on that? Well, no, I have KW collections. Mm -hmm. Of course, you guys can get y'all custom earrings before Christmas, ordered by the 5th. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, um, KW Collections, I really abandoned KW Collections through this cancer period. I didn't even want to go on my, you know, I got a whole jewelry room. You know, I have a store in my house. Yeah. I couldn't even go in there. Like, people order something. I have to pay my neighbors, the girls, somebody come over there and get it together for them. I'm like, I don't even care if nothing sells. 
why you felt like that? I was tired. I was, I'm like, girl, I got one fight. I don't got time to argue with somebody calling, emailing every five minutes. Did you? Girl, look, let me tell you something with this KW collection. Y'all can take that and leave me alone with it, okay? Mm-hmm. I just, my mental wasn't there. And I realized, like, money was just not everything to me. And it, God had to show me, like, you ain't always got to be making something. Right now, make some time. But do you feel like, um, do you feel like because money has always been at the top of the totem pole for you, do you feel like at this point when you got down is why you felt like it's not that important? Yeah, no, because I've lost it all before. Mm-hmm. I mean, and got it back. I just feel like this time it's, it's more my mental with it. Like, either I'm going to be fighting to try to still figure out how to make money mm-hmm. or I'm going to sit down and look at what God got me because I know it's bigger than KW Collections. And I ain't got to stress and work that hard for what he got for me if That's I just right. stay in line with it. Mm-hmm. So and being I, obedient. Yeah. A lot of times we go to the wayside or we get out, we get in our own way because of disobedience. And you disobedient, what I've learned is regardless to whether you feel like you're gonna go this way, God's still gonna bring you back around to right here to where you were supposed to be to begin with. But you know, he always said, You you can't choose your destiny. Yeah. You 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 can't. And I I, the word came back to me. It was like, girl, I'll let you do everything you want to do. You done had a ball. <laughs> Sis, then you're going to get ready to do what I got for you. Yeah. And I had that. I mean, these are words that just speaks. And I, I might be speaking to myself. Do they say you talk to yourself, you're crazy? Then there I have it. But, but it's the spirit. It, it's, yeah, yeah, it's the spirit. But I'm like, yeah. I, so I'm you like, ready to do the work of God now? Yeah. 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 And you got through this interview just fine. Remember, you was like I, nervous and... Y'all better thank, thank her, baby, because all these emails and DMs y'all be sending to my girl, I thought you were done. Y'all not even my friends, sis. <laughs> sis, I'm done December the 12th. Yeah, yeah, so by the time this air, but you really, you'll be done. You really gave me a chance to free myself. Because remember I told you two weeks ago when you asked me? I really have to go back and ask my oncologist what type of cancer, what's the name of this stuff again that I got the aggressive, the invasive you know, long words of it. He said, oh, we want to talk about it now? (laughs) Yeah, I said, no, my friend wants to talk about it now. Because I just feel like sometimes I feel like some women, young women especially, not older women, but I be feeling like young women are embarrassed by it. And then I feel like other young women, we just don't know. Because if it it hadn't hit your front door, like we've had relatives and stuff, but that's still not you going through it. So I just felt like, and and I know how private private of a life you live, Mm -hmm. you know? So I felt like, well, if I could get Keish to talk about it, I feel like it's going to help her in the process of helping somebody else. And this is part of your blessed beyond breast. So it now is. you can stand on podiums and everything and talk Big about Free it. Big Free did that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just let me know I could talk about it. Because yeah. I'm telling you, I really I really wasn't thinking I'm ready for it. I'm like, yeah, I want to do blessed beyond breast. But like you said, I'm private. So I just really rather give the money, the donations, or help them figure it out and make it work. Without, I don't always have to be sick. I don't care. But like, you know, when people can attach that's, a story... That's what I said. That's why you made me heal myself because now I feel like in order for me, people to understand Bless Beyond Breast, I'm going to have to tell my story. Yeah. You're not just going to hear my, oh, girl, you look good, but what happened next? Yeah. Hey, it went through a lot to still look like this. God is good. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Tell them where they can find KW Collections. KWCollections.com or you can follow us at KWCollections44 
And I will have the Blessed Beyond Breast hoodies for pre-orders today. Make sure y'all go on there and order Blessed Beyond Breast. Help to pay it forward to other people who are going through things that affect them and their bodies. Even if it doesn't affect you, you never know when you might be the person who needs the help. So make sure y'all go buy a sweatshirt, kwcollections.com. Also, Keish, before we go, you know this is Break Free Podcast. It is. So tell me one thing that you feel like you're in bondage to and you need to break free from. Mm, myself. I'm my own biggest, I want to say downfall because it's not a downfall, but I'm, I'm my own biggest critic. I'm, I'm hard on myself. I want so much more when I'm already where I'm supposed to be. So once I learn to let go and breathe, that's what I'm practicing now, breathing. I, 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 don't, I don't know how people say they breathe. Yeah, no, I just do what I do and keep on moving. So, yeah, yeah I just want to break free from myself and just be at peace with everything. Okay. Well, there you have it. Thank you again so much. I Thank love you. You, you know I, I love, love you. you. And I'm thankful that God has brought you through and that you can help others to be free. You look amazing. I don't just Thank say you. that just to say it. And you look nothing like what you've been through, Keish. God is good. Yes, he is all Thank the time. Thank you all the time. <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining me. And like I said, make sure y'all go buy a sweatshirt, Bless Beyond Breast. Remember, 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 remember the organization because in October of next year, when it's time for the walk, we're going to shut Atlanta down. I am free and remember it's always delusion until they see it happen. I'll see y'all next time.